Hezekiah, whom the Lord strengthens. Join us on a journey through a man's life who stood for God in tough times. But I want to look at verse number 30. Verse number 36, moreover, Hezekiah, the king of the princes, commanded the Levites to sing praise unto the Lord with the words of David and of Asaph, the seer. And they sang praises with gladness and they bowed their heads and what? Worshiped. Look at verse number 36. And Hezekiah rejoiced in all the people that God had prepared the people for the thing was done suddenly. For the thing was done suddenly. You may be seated tonight. Tonight with the help of the Lord, I just wanna give you three simple little traits tonight of what does revival or what does a move of God look like? What does revival, what does a move of God really look like? When you come to this passage, Hezekiah has been laboring. He's trying to change the culture of the day. He is now the king and he's wanting to change the spiritual condition because you can change the political, but if you don't change the spiritual, nothing really changes. So Hezekiah says, let's change something. He begins to clean the temple. He begins to get things fixed up so the people can come back to worship. And people begin to worship and begin to move and God begins to stir in the hearts of the people. And real quickly, let me give you these three traits. What does real revival look like? And I hope they'll happen here this week. Three traits to real revival. Number one, there'll be movement to righteousness. There'll be movement to righteousness. One of the things that they did here was they began to offer sacrifices. They began to uh, build that altar and offer up those animal sacrifices. But we know the, the blood of animals cannot remove one's sin. But they pointed to the Lamb of God, which takes away all the sin of the world. And the whole point of this was we've got to get things right back in our land. If we want to see God do something this week, it starts with us getting cleaned up and saying, God, it's not my brother, it's not my sister, but it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. And just like the sweet Holy Ghost walked through here tonight, I promise you we can grieve him, we can quench him with coming in dirty this week, but oh, let our prayer be God before I walk through the doors of that church. Let my heart be clean, let my heart be right, and God do something in me, and God do something in in the midst of our church. I hope at the end of the week we can say, boy, I've moved up closer to God this week. I've seen him real in my life. I've watched him at work this week. And when God is sweeping through and when God is working, there'll be movement to righteousness. Oh, I hope we get to see that this week. Number two, this will be as fast as I ever preach, so you enjoy it tonight. Number two, not only will there be movement to righteousness, there'll be music of rejoicing. There'll be music of rejoicing. Look at verse number 27 and verse number uh, 28 of chapter number 29. This is interesting. Hezekiah commanded and they offered the burnt offering upon the altar and it says period. Now notice this. And when the burnt offering began, look what else began. The song. 
When people started getting things right, guess what began to start happening? People started singing, people started worshiping, people started praising God, and there was music to rejoice. When people start getting right, the joy of the Lord is still our strength. We've got a song worth singing, we got a shout worth shouting, and I sure am thankful that when we move to righteous, there'll be music of rejoicing, and there's a message in the music. Notice what they sang. They did not sing achy, breaky heart. They sang the scriptures. They sang the songs of David. They sang the songs of Asaph. They began to sing the hymn book. They sang the scriptures. They had something worth singing. How much more should you and I, on the other side of the cross, we've got something worth singing about. We've got something worth shouting about. My sins are gone. What can wash away my sin? Would you be free from the burden? of sin. There's power, power, wonder working power in the blood. Amazing grace. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. And when God begins to move and work, there'll be music of rejoicing that'll cause our hearts to be stirred, but cause our hands to be raised. And we bow before a holy God. Realize the blessings, nothing good that I've done, but every good gift, every perfect gift cometh down from above, from the Father of lies. I know who's been good to me. I know who's blessed me. I know the one who's gave me health, the one who got me up out of bed, the one who put food on the table, the one who put clothes on the back, the one who put shoes on my feet. I know who did that. I didn't do that. Mama didn't do that. Daddy didn't do that. But a God in heaven has blessed me so much. I sure am thankful for the goodness of God. There'll be music of rejoicing. Look at verse number 28. And all the congregation, all the congregation, what? Worshiped. And the singers sang. And the trumpeters sounded. And all this continued till the burnt offering was finished. Everybody was involved. Maybe y'all didn't get that. No, no. Everybody was involved. It said, all, I'm going to give you a Hebrew lesson. All means all. And all the congregation worship. Boy, wouldn't that be something this week? God moving this place. If you didn't jump in tonight, you might as well get in. They done saw your car in the parking lot. It don't matter whether you're a member of Israel. They done spotted you out here in Enoville. Might as well just get in and have a time because God has been so good to us. There'll be music of rejoicing. Then notice number three. You should have jumped in on the first two points because it only gets down downhill from here. There'll be means that were released. Guess what? When they started worshiping, they started giving. I didn't write it. I'm just going to read it. I told you you should have jumped in on the first two. 
Look what it says here. Then Hezekiah answered and said, now you have consecrated yourselves to the Lord. Verse number 31. Come near and bring sacrifices and thank offerings into the house of the Lord. And the congregation brought in sacrifices and thanks offerings and as many as were free heart willing burn offerings. And the number of the burn offerings which the congregation brought was three score and 10 bullocks, a hundred rams, 200 lambs. All these were burnt offering to the Lord. And they consecrated things were 600 oxen and 3,000 sheep. But the priests were too few. So they could not flay all the burnt offerings. Wherefore the brethren of the Levites did help them till the work was ended. Until the other priests had sanctified themselves for the Levites were more upright in heart to sanctify themselves than the priests. I could preach a whole message on that. Then also the burnt offerings were in what? abundance and the fat of the peace offerings, the drink offerings and every burnt offering. So the service of the house of the Lord, now look at this, was set in order. It produced a plentifulness in their giving, but there was a product of their giving. The house of the Lord was set in order. And here's the joy. The people are giving with joy. God's using it. And the work of the Lord is going forward. See, when there's joy in the house, people give, and it's amazing how the work of God goes forward. And there'll be sometimes opportunities this week for us to give. And if God's doing something here on the inside, boy, I want to be a part of that and watch what God does. Because here's why. What you give today makes an impact into tomorrow. What you give today makes an impact on that generation. Because see, this generation, they haven't given, but see, there was a generation, there have been some people that have been here before you. who used to sit out there in that hot gym when there was no air. <laughs> and they gave that one day we could have a building. And with the sweat beads coming down their face on Sunday morning and Wednesday nights, they faithfully give so somebody could have a seat. And somebody sat in that seat over there in that little building. Like this, but they sat in the seat nonetheless. And they were given. So one day we'd have a seat over here in this building. And some of you never endured the hot seats of the gym and never endured the sardine can of the little building. But now you're enduring the sardine can of this building. And we're given now to what God's gonna do. And we don't even know the people that are coming. But I do know this, I'm doing the giving because he's going to do the blessing. And there's going to be a generation one day that sits down in the chair out back back here and it'll be by the good grace of God and the power of God and the supply of God. And it'll be because people back here were stirred up about the things of God. Let me give to his work. Let God move in work. Aren't you thankful we have a God that has been so good to us and so gracious to us? And when we look back on this week, I pray pray that we can say we've seen God move in work. There has been movement to righteousness. There has been music of rejoicing and there have been means that have released to the glory of his name. Amen. 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 
And I hope what God has just started here today. Today. I mean, I'm not sorry. Man, he, he was start, it was already it was already on this morning. Really, what it it started on Wednesday night, and it's just been. I want God to continue that. I want God to fuel that.